Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Nine facts for you as always. Thank you for joining us, for downloading, for subscribing. However you've spotted us, we really appreciate it. Uh, my name's Dan. I've got three facts for you. Something about a daring escape, about a museum on the moon, uh, and also what's in your feet. That's on my end. Uh, Connor is here as well. What have you got for us? Okay, so we're talking about expensive pizzas. This is going to absolutely blow your mind. Robert Downey Jr., one of my favourite actors. A fun fact about him, and also something about Skittles, which I think will make you never want to eat a Skittle again in your whole entire life. Ah, I'm looking forward to the Skittle one. Robert Downey Jr., I think we have a chequered past with celebrity facts, so prickly about that one. Mark's also here. What have you got for us, Mark? Hello, hello. Right, so today, a joke which outraged America. We're back to the Romans, but don't worry, I'm not tying it into space travel this time. And a fact that I know Dan is gonna love. Okay. <laughs> if you've missed the last few episodes, I'm fairly certain these two have curated facts that they'll know I hate. Uh, so it's a turn up for the books, if nothing else. Stick around. I think we're in store for a pretty happy baffled. So, hello, gentlemen. Connor, you had a rush to get here on time. Yeah, I had a rush to get here on time. We was meant to actually be recording this half an hour ago, but obviously Connor's got the times all mixed up. And I was grocery shopping. A basket of groceries left on the side and broke the speed limit to get here. But we're here. What I enjoy is how full was your basket? Like, were you basically done with choosing what you wanted no this is this is the funny thing as well like i'm not uh, it, it was a full basket of grocery like we had it all in there we had like the basil plant for the mum we had like the fret like we had it all going on and the guy you know that grocery stores are small the guys at the checkout looking at me like this guy's just been in here 10 minutes doing all the shopping and just left it all on the side and run out i'll be honest with you i think at that point given that you were already 10 minutes late i think i'd have just gone look Boys, rather than me in 10 minutes, I'm going to be 20 minutes. I'm just going to put this this thing. Because now you've got to go back and do it all over again. You've done the hard work. It's just getting through and paying. That's not exactly that long. I think you should have just done it. I think I'm never going to go back to that grocery store. I could have just done the normal thing, which is, mate, do you mind just holding this basket behind? But obviously I didn't do that. I just grabbed my girlfriend and was like, get out of here. We've got to go. She was like, what's going on? What's going on? I was like, I have to record Baffled. <laughs> She's like, really? What's funny as well is, so the last episode of the show, The Worst Fact of All Time, has been referred to in the baffled whatsapp group as um the bickering episode where we all you know lockdown tensions kind of came to the fore and we all started sniping at each other and then that led to a conversation in how we were presenting ourselves and and you know we were worried if sometimes we were presenting ourselves to be too stupid and too thick um and then the first thing you do after that jack connor is forget that we're recording the show exactly do you know what i mean we have a conversation about the bickering and the being thick and all of this sort of thing next thing you know i'm late to the recording that we follow with so not really doing myself much justice here as the idiot of the show but we move we move i have three facts today which i think will make up for it well this is what the show is if you've just found us we're on a quest to find the most amazing facts that are lurking around normally on the internet. It's 2021 and we'll decide once and for all whether they are worth keeping, worth telling people or if they should be chucked into the bin of baffled nonsense. Uh, Connor, I think you need to you need to build, build yourself up strongly here. So uh, give us your first fact. I do. I do. And uh, I'm going to come in with the first fact that has put me off Skittles for life and the one you was looking forward to, Dan. Let's start with a good one, okay? Did you know that red food dye for Skittles is made from boiled beetles? Ah, I like there's, there's a lot of little disgusting things that are out there. Um, 
like like crushed uh, not caterpillars like crushed cockroaches like I've heard all of these things and I've always been wary that they're a, an old wives tale but this is actually true Con yeah this is actually true it's always, it seems to be skittles as well you know that fact we had before about all skittles are actually the same flavour but the different colours act as like a placebo effect it's always skittles there's something dodgy with skittles I want to I want to look into that conspiracy theory maybe coming on Connor explains but um, anyway yeah so. The, the idea of this and what is actually going on is a common red food dye called uh, carminic acid is made from the crushed bodies of a beetle called the D- Dactylopius cosus. It's a bit of a complex name. This acid is used just Bob. to mar. This uh, yeah yeah just call him Bob. This acid is used in maraschino cherries, strawberry, and raspberry flavored candy, and also lipstick. You know, creatures, animals can like talk to each other in their own way. Um, do you reckon they have names for each other, or do you reckon that's what they refer to each other as? Dactylopius. Like, do you reckon? They yeah, I think it's. I think it's other? like old Roman times. They just use all the Latin names. The, I am Dactylopius Marcus Aurelius the third. I think that's <laughs> what they just call themselves. Like, I wonder if they do have names. Um, what always strikes me as incredible are these things. Like, who discovered it? Who was the first person that thought, bam, you know what would make these maraschino cherries even sweeter? Uh, a bit of this dead beetle that I've just trodden on. Like, where well, does this come just, from? Yeah, this harks back to the fact that, that we had about uh, vanilla flavouring coming from the anal glands of beavers. Like, who is the first person that goes, yeah, you know what? You know what? I know, I know we want a vanilla flavouring and I know you've got this vanilla pod here but I've got another idea. With the vanilla like, one. who yeah. is that person? You don't want to admit it, yeah, do who you? who is licking? You don't want to admit who it. Who is licking it? Yeah, you don't want to go, oh, th- th- this flight, vanilla, bloody sweet, isn't it? Where did you get this? Um, uh, f- funny, um, funny story. I, don't, I, 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 really I, was, I was stark really naked and I am um, all oiled up and I, I slipped forward into uh, into the beaver's arse and, uh, you know, you might as well lick when you're there. Like, uh, you don't want to yeah, be that person I that mean, admits it. Yeah, it's like, it, it was there and I was like, Ooh, I wonder what this tastes like. Turns out it's vanilla. Guys, got it sorted. I wonder whether they, they use a specific beetle to make it red, but really, is it the beetle or is it the beetle's blood that makes it red? Like, is the beetle itself actually red? Or have they just unfortunately chosen this beetle, God? Uh, this this one, no, no one cares for this beetle. It's fine. Just crush this one when you want red. Blood, arms, brain, skull, whatever it is, is being crushed into a kid's sweet, and sounds that like, is like kind of disgusting. And now, and now, all I've got is a picture of a guy licking out a beaver. So <laughs> we need to move on. Oh, it's something that I can't eat as well, isn't it? Another thing. Stick that on the list. Just when I thought. Does, Skittles just, might yeah. be safe. Does that mean that Skittles aren't vegetarian? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Don't tell me the answer. Right, let's have our second fact of the show. Mark, take it away. Okay, one fast food outlet outraged America with their April Fool's joke in 1996. So we are recording this on April Fool's, so I was like, why not get an April Fool's fact in there? Firstly, we need to talk about the Liberty Bell. Connor, do you know what the Liberty Bell is? No. So the Liberty Bell, all our American listeners will know Is this. it in Boston? Uh, B- Big Bell in Boston? Is, it's in Philadelphia. It's in, oh, Philadelphia, in Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Um, and it's an incredibly famous, important part of American independence. So it's this huge, big... Imagine what the Brits think about Big Ben. That's pretty much like that iconic, that important, but it's just a bell that harps back to uh, the time of American independence. 
Is this in nation, National yeah, Treasure? Yeah, it is in National yeah. Treasure, one of the greatest films in the universe. Only Absolutely. surpassed yeah. by the, National Treasure 2. He gets, the glass, he gets the glasses out the bell, doesn't he? Out the brick. The bifocals, yeah. You know yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. I know, that's I know that what I'm talking about. Right, that's the end of the fact. I just I was reminded of how fact, incredible yeah. Simple the film that. National Treasure is. I was always disappointed they didn't make a third anyway. Carry on, Mark. So, incredibly important. So imagine the outrage when an announcement is made, rebranding it, the Taco Liberty Bell. Taco Bell released a statement back in 96 saying, in an effort to help the national debt, Taco Bell is pleased to announce we've agreed to purchase the Liberty Bell. It will now be called the Taco Liberty Bell. Now, this is at a time that loads of companies are doing this. They're buying the naming rights to loads of different things. America bought this, like fully went in on this. There was outrage across the country. It turned out to be an April Fool's joke, but let's put it this way. It cost barely anything to pull off the stunt. They got $40 million worth of free advertising in people talking about it and being outraged in it. And sales in Taco Bell, unsurprisingly, went through the roof. Is this, is this advertising that always like blows my mind? Because I, I'm, I don't think I've ever eaten a Taco Bell. And like you just mentioning that, it's like, oh, yeah, I could go for one right now. Like, oh, though, mate, Taco that's Bell. That's the thing, it's like... If everyone's talking about Taco Liberty Bell, everyone goes, oh, Taco Bell, I could have a Taco Bell. Yeah, I can have a Taco Bell. Oh, it's so good. It's so What a great stunt, though. Like, But can you imagine the actual, like, real outrage that would have happened if that was a real thing? You know, if this historic landmark in America was named after a fast food chain that ultimately just gives you the every time you have it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it would be like someone buying Big Ben, I guess. Some rename. Do you, want, do you want sneaky bonus fact for this? Big Ben and Jerry's yeah. ice cream. Oh. Let's just there we go, Dan. How long's Dan? How long's it been? Yeah. <laughs> how long's it been? What are we? Six minutes in, and Mark's come out with his pun of the day. Well, to be fair to him, I was I couldn't think of any company that was you know big or Ben. I couldn't think of anything, so he's done well. It ben. was between that and Big Uncle yeah. Ben's rice. I was. I was oh, I prefer that. I prefer that. But all I can imagine is this whole grain rice with Big Uncle Ben's face just on the side of Big Ben. You know that face that's always on the rice, and he's like. Yeah, Uncle Ben. Not you know, anymore. I'm aware. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ben's face is gone from the branding now. Oh. Oh. Yeah, do you want a little bonus fact, Connor, about Big Ben while we're here? Yeah, you might know this. It, love it. Come on. Big Ben, I could have used this, but Big Ben is the bell, not the not the tower. Yeah. Right. So the tower is... Never knew the that. clock and the tower, not Big Ben. That's just So Jeff. it's actually... That's just Jeff, his mate. Big Ben. <laughs> so do you reckon the, the name Big Ben was used because, of course, Big Bell was a little bit... You know, inappropriate, isn't it? Really, you know, you're going to the big bell tonight. Well, maybe I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know, and I don't know when it was named. My instinct is the common vernacular and and slang word of the time when Big Ben was made probably wasn't Bell End, to be honest. So it's not it's not something that came to their mind. Connor, if you could buy something, like buy like a one of the great wonders of the world, something huge like that, and rename it as you, what would what would you buy? What would you call it? Uh, I. I'd probably buy the Statue of Liberty um, because it's, you know, in a great place. I like it. You can see the view from the Statue of Liberty Island as well is brilliant. So it's just like my thing. And I'd just call it the Statue of Connor. And it would just be my bow on the top of the uh, body. Just my head re- remade into the body of the Statue of Liberty. Problem is you change your hair quite a lot. Yeah, but that's what we'd do. We'd have a hairstylist that can also change that like on, on demand. Like just, just plonk it down on top. Just plunk it down. It'd be like a. It'd be like an. You can extract it, put it on, extract it, put it on. It'd be the statue of Connor. And when you come there, you know you get a free Moretti on tap. Um, you get a sausage roll maybe, and just good times. I just thought that's what's come to me. I've been. I mentioned Playmobil hair. 
and that's what your air is right now. It's it's just suddenly come to I me. Know. It's like that's what it is. It's true. Literally. You know, it, it with Playmobil toys where you just pick up one air and you pop another one on the top of it. That's Connor Knight. He's moved away from Sinead O'Connor and now he's a little Playmobil man. He's a little Playmobil man. It's honestly the worst. I look like I've got a crash helmet on. I don't look very well. But anyway, you know, when your mum calls you a microphone at dinner, you know you need a haircut, but that's for a different time. In the interest of balance, uh, Mark, what would you buy? I would buy the longest road in the world and I would name it for me. Oh, no, I've got it. I've got it. The Mark de Triomphe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I like that. Round of applause. Do you know, out of all the puns that you've bought in the almost year that we've been doing it, that's number one. Right, it's time for my first fact of the show. It's all about a daring escape, a nighttime escape, where a pack of wolves actually dug a tunnel like the movie The Great Escape. They dug a tunnel out of a zoo in Winnipeg. Um, That's something from the Shawshank Redemption. How incredible is that? Madagascar. It's basically The Great Escape meets Madagascar. Yeah, exactly. Like This actually happened. Like The idea of wolves getting together to dig this tunnel blows my mind. And then they thought they'd got out, so they, they burrowed up. They'd gone down, they burrowed up. They thought, we're free of this zoo. And then they ended up still in the zoo uh, in the polar bear enclosure. And the polar bears... <laughs> polar bears are like the like vicious animals as well so it's kind of not if you were a wolf i reckon you'd want to end up in like the penguin place rather than the polar bear area uh, so i just love the idea of more a story than a fact love the idea of wolves trying to break free like how do wolves i mean they're in packs obviously but they're quite solitary animals how do they kind of come up with this scheme uh does one start digging and the other one thinks yeah bam is it something like Prison Break, where one of them's got a tattoo of the zoo on their back and they're using that to figure out the best way to get free? Is it planned? Then they do it. They sneak underneath. They think they've got free. They think they've timed it. The distance perfect. And they get up and there's just a big old brutal polar bear staring at their face. I think I think it's probably accidental. I reckon maybe like one of them was digging and, you know, as wolves obviously do, dig in, dig in, dig in, continuously dig in their wild animals. The other ones start digging or whatever, and then they end up doing that. Um, I'd love to think that it was planned. What a, an, an incredible thought. You know, these wolves have planned an escape from the zoo. But there's a part of me that just thinks, I think they were just digging. Do you think that? Just digging? And they ended I, up there, know, I, maybe? I feel like it goes back to the earlier bit, doesn't it? Of like, do animals have names for each other? Do they talk to each other? Probably in their own communication way. I mean, it could have just been that one of them started with, ugh. What's Nigel doing again? Bloody Nigel. What's he? He's digging out. He's digging out. Nigel had a good idea. Do you want to get involved? Should we all get involved? Let's just all do it. Like, I reckon one started it and then the rest just went, all right, go on. I feel like you've... I love Mark's, yeah, I love no, Mark's with, takes with on you things. Here. I'm with you here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, didn't we have it earlier? I, it, 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 it helps me make more sense of the moment. You know, See, like, I'm we've got Nigel you. now. We've got I'm, Nigel. I'm, Who I'm did we have earlier? Explain. Jeff, Who probably. did we have earlier? No, it's with the Beatles. Yeah, I, I, I love it. And I, do you know what? I would much rather have in my mind Mark's way, I think. Nigel, Ben and Bill. And they've had a chat and they're digging. It makes it more fantasy, doesn't it? It makes it funner. I just feel we've done the wolf an immense disservice here as one of the most like fearsome creatures out there calling it Nigel. I mean, no one's ever, no one's ever frightened by a Nigel, are they? It depends if Nigel's a wolf or not. Or a serial killer. Right, let's get some more facts. Uh, Connor, give us your second one. This is a cracking fact. So, Robert Downey Jr., one of the most incredible actors of all time, um, as some of you may or may not know, had quite a bad drug addiction. Had quite a big drug addiction. And guess what saved him? Burger King. Tell me more. 
Burger King saved him. So very simply, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain the story to you. He had a ton of weed in his car at a point in his life. Um, whether he was gonna you know smoke all of it, I assume it would be for his own pleasure. And he went for a Burger King with all the weed in his car. And he had a really, really disgusting burger from Burger King and a dodgy soda. And it made him feel a little bit ill. And he was in a really, really bad mood because he didn't enjoy his burger. And at that point in his life was when he realised he can't continue his addiction. And I wanted clarity on this because I was like you, Dan. There are articles everywhere of him openly. I think it maybe was a little bit of a... PR thing as we talk about with these celebs but he has openly admitted that Burger King was one of the main things that drove him to turn it's always nice stories isn't it it's always a nice like how do you yeah. get a relation what well, was the I've dog one great really? chat show story for you yeah. it's, it's always a nice I- idealised version of it isn't it and I think that's, that's how that's my worry with these no I think you're absolutely right and I think that's how we like deconstruct our past to make sense of what we have done to make sense of our history we probably figure out like one linear narrative that is sewn up nicely and you can package it as a sweet old tale whereas really mm, not sure i reckon he had a dirty burger when he was like on the tipping point you know maybe it was the the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back and thinking actually you know this is gammy i don't think he was at rock like you know just fresh off doing loads of heroin and then he had weed in there and thought, oh, this is a bad burger. What I'm putting into he myself is not burger, good. took a bite, burst into tears and went, I've got to change my life. I can't imagine that was the exact... Neither can I. But, but he has said, and I quote here as well, I quote here, this is what he said, in the words of Downey Jr., I have to thank Burger King, he said. It was such a disgusting burger I ordered. I had that and this big soda and I thought something really bad was going to happen. Downey Jr. says he then tossed all of his drugs into the ocean, deciding right then and there to clean up his act. That's his quote. I don't, I, you know, it, it, the idea of this podcast, isn't it? Tagline. We find facts. We admit if they're nonsense. I've brought this because it is a fact. He has said it, but I think it's complete. Yeah, nonsense. there you go. I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Like, fine. He has said this. I don't think he's a, I'd like a, please. I know the libel rules. Robert Downey Jr. is not a liar. I think I think it's embellishment, as Mark says, for chat show. I think he's come out with this, and then as he said it more and more... Jimmy Fallon. It's got a bit... Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's got a bit grander. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible advertising for the old Burger King. They need the old Taco Bell PR people on it, I think. Do you know what, Dan? I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's a typical late, late show, isn't it, with James Corden. All the, all the crowd are there. They're egging him on. Downey Jr.'s feeling himself. He's just shot the new Iron Man film. The question comes out, you know, how, 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 did, you get, how did you get over your addiction? And then all of a sudden, this nonsense story comes to your head. PR through the roof. Your headline news because of this nonsense story. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If ever I become super, super famous like that, I would want to probably find a nonsense story. It must. I, I reckon PR and management push you to have this stupid story because it becomes advertising it becomes pr doesn't it if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about your addiction make it a digestible i love though i love though that downey jr said it right you can imagine it or whenever he said it all the crowd are like yeah loving it and burger king somewhere like the ceo or the head of marketing is like like oh my like how why We, we don't make burgers and it's actually like, why is, where, is, where does burger king ever produced a bad burger like mark me and you obviously being meat eaters he's a pretty good damn burger in burger king it I, is I, true I again i don't want this show to descend to just us ranking food items but burger king was always very very down low on my favorite fast foods when i did used to eat them before i had a dirty dirty burger and saw the error of my ways 
Uh, Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Romans are petty So, you ready for some more Latin? (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dan, have you noticed there's a typical Mark way of doing a fact, and I love it. He comes out with a nonsense tagline, pauses and goes, so, readjusts himself (laughs) on his seat. Also, also, did you hear this? He, He just goes... Are you ready for some Latin? Like, I really hope this fact isn't some like breakdown of the Latin language, which means that everything they said was really petty, because otherwise that is going no, straight not, in the bin of nonsense. Absolutely. Prepare yourself. Strap yourself in. Pull your seat. Pull your seat in, folks. We've got a sew. Let's like, do it. He's, he, what he does is like when my cat gets ready to like attack <laughs> a, a toy and she kind of settles down, <laughs> sticks her ass in the air, does a little bit you've of wiggle, get like she's getting ready. Position, haven't you? You've got to be. You've got yeah. to be ready. If your body's not in the fact position, it's just a weak old fact. You've got to get get your fact right. On. You've got you've got to get Mark, take it away. Ready. Very quickly, you listening to the show, wherever you are, are you in the fact position? Is your arse up. Brace people. You just Brace, a little, yeah. little shuffle. Make sure you're sat comfortably. Now, Mark, begin. Right. So, the Suplicia Canum, which translates to punishments of the dogs, was an annual sacrifice in the ancient Roman religion. Now, the re- there is a reason for this. There was an attack by the Gauls on the city of Rome. The guard dogs didn't notice it, didn't do anything about it. They are then sacrificed every year <laughs> after in an annual ceremony. Yeah, it's funny. To make this even better, the people that alerted, I say people, there was geese that alerted the Romans to this attack. At this same ceremony where they sacrificed dogs, they put geese upon fancy pillows and processed them around in celebration. So guard dogs, you f- up and the geese took over so every year we're going to kill the dogs and process the geese how petty and wonderful is that you know what that was well worth me assuming the fact position because that was i see that really was great you know uh, i'm going to be honest with you i'm going to be honest with you here right you said the big word you said the big word which always throws connor right but you said the big word i'm thinking oh, where are we going with this then he said what he did and then he was like there's a reason for that i was like not sure that i want to know the reason for this then you produced that and now i'm like yeah yeah i'm here for this geese on pillows Whoop. i mean geese on pillows that's it we can use this as a learning experience con because now you know that if you're a bit put off by something boring right at the start it might save itself later on. And the idea of Romans exactly. being so fuming at terrible guard dogs that they slaughter a load every year and uh, aloft these geese upon vaulted platforms, uh, it's, I'm all over that. I'm not sure I, I like this fact. This is a good fact, Mark. Very good fact, actually. Um, but I'm not sure I enjoy the fact because I'm a dog lover and the idea of that does kind of upset me a little bit. I mean, slaughtering dogs, I can't imagine they're nice in doing it no also maybe it, it's you know, kind why these, of like why these geese as well are like on their cu- cushions like <laughs> like <laughs> also geese are horrible <laughs> horrible birds i don't like a geese horrible. at all oh horrible birds they just look smelly don't they you look at the geese and they, the thing is as well with the geese the, the geese are like that annoying kid at school that just carries on me at school you know like they they walk towards you and you're like yeah then they get closer and cl- they just don't back off. They, they don't know. They've got a swag about them as well, haven't they? They they know they know who they are, and they just like just strut over, be like, "I think you find this is my park bench now." Off, and you're kind of like, "Okay, leaving." I was really hoping here, Mark, based on the fact that you have taken up the role of like 
the pun man that when I was talking about the geese not backing off, you was going to make like a social distancing fact. I kind of opened uh, a social distancing pun. I opened it up there, but you missed didn't do it. So missed opportunity. So let's do it. Let's do it again, Mark. And let, no, let's I do think the it's pun. a missed let's... opportunity. And um, <sighs> therefore, one baffled presenter should be sacrificed on this anniversary every year. Because clearly, if one can't do it, everyone should be sacrificed for years after. I want to sit on the pillow. Hang on, why are you being celebrated? You haven't done anything good here. You're getting sacrificed as well, just in a couple of years' time. <laughs> uh, time for my second fact of the show. Did you know there is a mini museum on the moon? That's, I like this. That's, can I just say, that's if they ever actually went to the moon? Well, mm. I mean, it's thought to be on the moon. Of, there I'm are, joking, obviously, th- they went to the moon. I do have to say that in your teaser facts, this was the one that you know, popped out to me, Dan, so I'm interested in Well, I'm going to make it even better than you, mate, because one of the main features of this mini museum on the moon is a, is a drawing of a So... Oh, yes. You yes. know, So, you know, at school, the standard drawing, you know, you know what, you know what I mean? We've it go, all done it, it. It goes round, it goes up, comes back down, goes round again. If you want, you can do some detail with a few lines, maybe a few droplets you know that kind of stuff anyway and it's painted drawn by andy warhol by the way one of the most famous artists in history so the thing is if this is real it's rumored it's supposedly covertly attached to the leg of the lunar lunar module intrepid which was left on the moon during apollo 12 this is 1969 uh and when i'm talking small i'm talking small it's about half an inch by half an inch on a wafer cracker Hey, they that's needed... not small, that's average size, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Funny here, I'm looking at the fact to draw mark, and it actually reminds me of something I've seen before. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so an artist <laughs> wanted to, to leave his mark on the moon, so he got together six of the most venerated artists of the time. I don't know a lot of them. John Chamberlain, David Novros, Robert Rauschenberg, Class Oldenburg. Class Oldenburg. Is he does he do a shop? Forest Myers. Anyway, Andy Warhol. He drew he drew the cod piece. And then they drew it on the back of this cracker. And then supposedly it was attached to the uh, the module by someone who worked uh, at NASA, I guess, at the time. And they think it was left there. So there you go. If you ever get to the moon, there's waiting for you. Do you think linking in with 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 this fact, there are and it does get me thinking, I've thought about this before, there are like really like secret weird things on the moon that only you who goes to the moon knows about. Like, I don't know, like something up there and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like a teapot or like an espresso machine or do you know what? Like just something that's so random that's on the moon that only people who go to the moon see and it's like this thing, you know? I know, I know this is not the bickering episode, but I, 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 there's there's not an espresso machine on the moon. No, I know there's no plug sockets, but I'm just saying yeah, like that, hypothetically... Or maybe like I don't know, like a lamp. I don't know, something like really Once random. Again, no that only still no plug sockets. Yeah, it's like and when you go to when you, yeah when you go to why is everything that I'm talking about got a plug socket? No plug sockets on the moon. But like you go to the moon, you come back down, and then when you talk to the other guys that have been to the moon, they're like, "Did you see the thing?" But nobody else has a clue what you're talking about. I'd have to do it. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I also love that they went Andy Warhol, one of the most acclaimed artists of our time. Thanks for coming in. We want you to put a piece of precious art on the moon it's gonna be a mini museum draw whatever you want i've done marilyn manson you've done the soup cans i'm really excited about what you're gonna do he comes out 10 minutes late he's like i'm done like, oh my god i'm so quick what have you done you know yeah it's got serious me vibes over this like if i was told um that i remember the head teacher once at school once told me off because i 
pulled a moderately silly face during like the big school photo like if if i know that this is going to go down in history that it's going to the moon that i need to draw something prestigious there is no way i am not drawing um i'll be honest like he has channeled me there andy warhol i'm full respect to the bloke there's also a part of me that wonders if this was like some bloke in a pub was pretending to be Andy Warhol while chatting up this girl who happened to be from NASA. She was like, oh my God, you're Andy Warhol. Can you come and like draw on our space rocket? And he got there and went, I can't do art. I'm not actually Andy Warhol. What can I do? Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You can always email the show. It's info at baffledpod.com. Give us a follow on Instagram at baffledpod there. Once again, thank you for all your reviews for the Nintendo Switch competition. And well done to Mark in Southampton, who won that. Brilliant stuff, Mark. Not me, Mark, I should no. say, before Although. people go, oh, Mark got Connor's extra Switch. Not me, Mark. Although. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, can you imagine it as well? Mark, like, has a great, he has a Switch and he's like, I wonder oh guys, I wonder where this came from. You know, them them legal them legal T's and C's would be looked into, wouldn't they, Mark? Yeah, they very much would. It is very much it got round past the book, random winner. I don't know this, Mark. I know some people think all oh, Marks know Marks, but I don't know this, Mark. Are you all right? It's just another Mark. <laughs> you okay? You, 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 I'm all right. You're scrabbling around in your own grave here. <laughs> um, uh, Connor, is there a way, can you play the Switch with someone online? Do you want to team up with Mark to play Smash Brothers or something? Absolutely. Um, yeah, if anybody, well, anyone who has a Switch, and definitely Mark who's won the Switch, if you want to play some Mario Kart or whatever, then I can give my Nintendo code out and we can play online. Absolutely, I'm down for I that. Think in, I think follow me on Instagram, that's the best place to do that. Uh, also, we're on TikTok. We've been keeping busy giving you a fact a day on TikTok. We've given you stuff about um, Buzz Aldrin claiming uh, expenses when he went to the moon. What else have we done? Connor, what facts have you done? Oh, on TikTok, I've done one about the Nerdle, reminded people about the Nerdle being a bit of the toothpaste. I've done something about the PlayStation 1 games as well. Uh, scratch and sniff, I saw that. So that's the thing, because I think with this show, we give you nine facts every week. We expand on one of them once a week. We've done it for a year. There's a lot of facts. I think yeah, I can't remember them. So it's worthwhile just giving us a follow on TikTok so you can remember the best ones every day just so you can tell someone else. Um, so yeah, give us a follow. We are at Baffled Pod over on TikTok. And we will see you there. We, uh, yeah, uh, one of us pops up every day. Also, so you can match the face to the name and voice, which apparently is staggeringly shocking to many, many people. It's at Baffled Pod over on TikTok. Yeah, just to let you know as well, if anybody, and I mean anybody that is listening to this, ever turns around and says that my voice, they think should make me look like... Was it you, Mark? <laughs> no. Uh, I look like what they thought you would look like, and you look like a basic white man. Yeah. Then um, if anybody ever compares my voice to what they think Mark or Dan look like, then I'm, I'm leaving the podcast. I've also had someone say they thought I would have a red afro. So... <laughs> I tell you what, what Mark, like a ginger rasta. I tell you what, mate. Today, either a ginger rasta or a clown. One of the two. 
I don't know, you know, like the proper bright red Ronald McDonald style afro. Maybe that, I don't know. I tell you what, because I'm at that stage, I had a conversation with my girlfriend before we started recording about redoing our kitchen. I know. Uh, I would happily pay all of that money to you so you can get yourself a ginger afro. Like good, good money. I mean, it's tempting. Let's chat after. Right, it's time for our final fact of the show. Connor, take it away. Okay, so I don't want anything else, no talking, other than just a figure. Okay, I'm going to ask you first, Mark. How much do you think the most expensive pizza in the world costs? Are we talking per slice or per pizza? No, just a no, figure. He can't help himself. No, but to be fair to him, he to, can't be fair, help to be fair, you've made a rod for your own back here. to answer the question. And, no, no, no. I don't, no, I don't no, know no. that. You, pizza. You've made a rod for your own back here because whatever we say will ruin your fact. If we go too high won't. or if we go too low. Well, let, let, right. Okay, let me start again. Right. Guys, being honest here, okay? Really think about this. Don't be like excessively stupid. We're talking a whole pizza, so every slice. How much do you think, Mark, is the full price or the most expensive price, sorry, of a pizza? £70,000. Mm. Dan? Um, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I reckon at 100 grand because it's got some gold on there. Right. Well, you two are way off, but way into the direction of way too expensive. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. It's $12,000. That is the most expensive pizza. See, now, uh, now, 12, now, now I'm less amazed. I'm imagining one of 70 grand. $12,000 um, is the most expensive pizza and it takes 72 hours to make. This is the best bit about this fact. It can only be made in your home by three Italian chefs. They have to be Italian. There has to be three of them. Um, but basically, the pizza is topped with three types of caviar, buffalo mozzarella, lobster from Norway, and chilento, and pink Australian sea salt. And it is officially the most expensive pizza in the whole entire world, and it's only been purchased a handful of times. Like, why does it need to be pink? Why yeah, does it I need know. to be from half the world away? Just stick on some salt. <sighs> this is the thing. We've got it at home, right, where we've got this, like, salt and then other salt, right? So we have normal table salt. Is that what salt, they're called? And salt then- and other salt. Well, we have table salt, which comes in like the pot that everyone has. And then my mum has like this crystal salt. Salt for show. Sure. crunch yeah. of your... Yeah, salt for show. Sure. Yeah. Salt, salt like, what? What's the point? Do you know what I mean? It all tastes the same. No, there is none. And like, who's buying? I think if you've got enough money, we very rarely get that political on this show. But if you've got that money, just do something better with it, mate. Just do just do something better. No, like... Uh, it's very disappointing, but a good fact that we slightly ruined it at the start, Connor. Mark, give us your final fact of the show. Okay, do you remember Sooty, the puppet from our childhood? Yeah, if you, if you weren't in the UK, Sooty was a hand puppet of a bear or a cat. I can't remember what it was. It was a hand puppet, and that was obviously on the TV during the 90s. Yep. Do you remember Sweep, who was the was like the little dog hand puppet that was friends with Sooty? I do. It squeaked a lot of the time. That's how you knew it was uh, squeak, Sweep. Well, I have the best fact for you, Dan. You're going to love this. Okay. Sooty had some brothers. And Sooty's brothers were called Swoop, Swap and Swipe. Right. So this comes after the Popeye, Poopeye, Pipeye thing. I tell you why these facts get to me. Because it's fiction. Because it's just the people who have made the Popeye, made the sweep. They just thought, oh, what can, how can we d- around? How can we make this even funnier? Like, it's good, but it's not a good fact. Like, yeah, fine, it's funny, but it's not anything that I'm going to worthwhile tell someone. Second favourite fact of the podcast ever. Just a reminder, Popeye's nephews, Peepie, Popeye, Pipeye and Poopie. Again, when you say that, it's fun, it's interesting. I'm like, oh, that, that's funny. But, oh, come on. Can you just um, just just repeat the fact again, Mark, just for my pleasure? Yeah, of course, yeah. Sooty, Sooty's uh, pal Sweep, had some brothers. Swoop, swap and swipe. It's my type of fact and... 
one of the best. I, I, it make, it, I just love it. And Dan, do you know what's funny about this? Mark messaged me about a week before recording this saying I've got a great fact for the episode that we're recording that he's going to really get to Dan and I was so waiting for it and he's just produced it and I love it. I knew Dan was like, right, do you know what? I, I, I'm really sick of this. Uh, these type of facts, they're fiction. They're just another socks. You just sew them. And it's a fair point, but I love it. So here's, so again, after the bickering baffled episode of the last time out, I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm coming off a bit too, uh, you know, that in words. I thought, you know, I'm going to be bloody positive this time out. And then you bring that to the table. And also, it's not just that. It's the fact that you two have been, like, conniving. What what a baffling text to someone to be like, oh, you never guess what? I've got a really <laughs> fact about a sock puppet that Dan's going to go mental about. I must text Connor about that. Oh, I wonder what else he's doing on a I Friday think, night. I think, I think, right, I think if you look back at or go back to the episode where the Popeye fact come up, you know why Mark texts me. Dan's reaction was hilarious. He was sick of it at that point. <laughs> it was the first fact I've ever heard. Right, time for my last fact of the show. And I'll be honest, um, it, it's uh, it's not it's it's nothing special. It's just some something interesting to take home with you. Probably no, no need to discuss it. It's it's no Popeye, Popeye and Popeye. It's um, I, I even saying this. <laughs> A quarter of the bones in your body are in your feet. It's interesting. It's nice to know. You wouldn't have thought that, but it's, you know, come on. Wh- where do we go with that? Thanks for listening. Yeah. This has been bad. That's interesting That's though, bad, right? Yeah. Look down at your feet. A tiny part of your body. A quarter of the bones in your body are there. Come on. Come on. Are we talking across both feet or each feet has a quarter? So therefore your feet make up a half. No, no, no. The first one. So each foot has 26 bones, which means there's 52 in your feet. There are 206 bones in your body. So... A, over a quarter of the bones in your body are in your feet. There, there we, we go. go. Just remember that after you tell someone that bloody sweeps brother or something. Hey, hey, listeners in America, you know that hand puppet from the UK that you've never heard of? It had brothers. Who'd have thunk it? Thank you very much for listening to a brand new episode of Baffled. What have we learned this week? Uh, Skittles, uh, Beatles, maybe even Beetle Blood. Also, there's an on the moon. Thank you very much for watching. If you want facts every day, remember to give us a follow on TikTok. Uh, You'll get a lot of nonsense on TikTok. We're one of the only true worthwhile things that you can look at. It's at BaffledPod on there. You can get in touch, info at BaffledPod as well. And give us a follow on Instagram at BaffledPod too. It's BaffledPod everywhere. Makes it nice and easy. Well done to Mark in Southampton as well for winning the Nintendo Switch. Uh, And we will see you on Friday where Connor would explain something to us. Uh, Get ready to really get your mind blown on Friday. We will see you then. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Ciao, Bella. (laughs) Hey, a quarter of the bones in your body are in your feet. The greatest fact ever. I'll see you next week. Bye.